0: So welcome to episode four, Urban Dance and Dialogue, mm-hmm. Funk and Focus. Um, here with Clash CPH. Yeah. We've got some, some of the folks on the program. we got folks tuning in to Future Assassins on Instagram. we got Funk and Focus on YouTube live. Um, we do this every Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern time. Again, just trying to start conversation, um, get some ideas out there, get people starting dialogue about different topics. Um, and today's topic is no different. We're talking about doing things for the culture. We're doing it for the culture. So basically just to explain that topic and why we're gonna go into that is because the definition of, of the word culture is really broad and people, use it super loosely. Um, People use it sometimes in ways that's actually more opportunistic and about just sounding good. Um, Words like culture, words like community, words like unity, all these sort of key words that people are using, but I don't think we're really thinking about what these words mean. Um, People aren't aren't having those conversations. It just sounds good, so people are using it. So today is really about sort of like what is the culture for for different people um and what kind of general principles can we decide on we want to hear what you guys have to say as well clash in a little bit is going to share what their idea is for representing the culture and how they do that through their event clash cph which is coming up and they'll talk about that more soon but i'm just going to start by talking a little bit more about this topic so doing things for the culture versus the culture. I think a few things come to mind just right off the bat. A few words, selflessness, um, legacy, respect. I think it's, it's hard to represent what, what I consider the culture, which is African American traditional dances and these dances from the states that came from low income neighborhoods and people of oppression and people who needed a voice. I think it's very hard to be in service to the culture, this part of the culture, if we're not somehow connected to these people. Um, If we're not trying to be in service to anyone else that has inspired us or, or uh, paved the way for the opportunities that we have now. Um, And I think if we're, thinking about like our followers and our likes and the opportunities that dance can give us then we're neglecting the fact that we're a part of a culture and we're a representation of a culture and um how can we do a better job with that so i think that can go for being a solo artist you can think about that as well as being in an organization and a group so people that throw events how does your event represent the culture you know or Do you think what, I don't think it's always a black and white thing. Sometimes it's a gray area. Sometimes it's like, sometimes you represent the culture a little bit and you have more of like a mainstream appeal. And in that case, it might just mean maybe you could push more on some of the cultural side of things, incorporate those into your event. Um, other folks like urban artistry and and I'd say clash as well, have like a heavy focus. On incorporating what we consider the culture into our events and creating an experience for people that not only is relevant today, but also touches on the things of the past and uh, brings the people that were a part of these foundations and these legacies of the dance. And I think um, so that's why I said, respect, selflessness, you know, legacy. these types of things are basically what I believe can help us incorporate the culture back into what we're doing, because urban dance and street dance today is actually not, it's a lot of the culture. It's a lot of representation of the culture. Like there's a lot of events that are about, you know, mainstream media, getting as much attention as possible, um, making money as much money as possible. Um, Just getting the popular people at your events because that will get more of the mainstream crowd in. There's a lot of watering down of of the dance. We're we're lacking some authenticity. And um, people, you know, I do believe that events that do that, they reach a crowd and they can get people interested in the dance. But if there's nothing at that event with cultural value that brings you back, that gives you legacy, that gives you something to know more of, then we're, we're not taking full advantage of these opportunities to reach people and give them the full cultural experience of what the dance has been for people in the past and what it can be for them today. So <clears throat> I think, um, yeah, again, like for me, the culture is, the, is these things. The, the neighborhoods where the dance grew up in. And to be honest, a lot of event. there's so many people that are the culture for real, that really do the dance in these little neighborhoods in the States. Take the Fillmore District in San Francisco, thousands of groups, and Lonnie Green will tell you this, thousands of people that nobody knows. And there's so many dances in America, like all these neighborhoods with tons of amazing dancers that nobody has a clue. And overseas, you just kind of see the icing on the cake, or I don't know how to word it like that, but just the people that kind of make it out in some way of those neighborhoods. But it's not a full representation of the culture. So how do we get better at representing a fuller scope of the culture and and being in service to more of those people um, to, yeah, to really bring the culture and not the, oh, we do it for the culture to the events that are going on around the world. Um, so yeah, that is, uh, my spiel, but I want to get to our guests on the show today, Class CPH. Um, we're here drinking some tea. <coughs> oh
1: yes. Oh yeah.
0: Skog. We're in Denmark. We're in Copenhagen getting ready for the Clash Festival.
2: We're getting Hugely in here.
0: Yeah, we're getting real Hugely. You gotta get Hugely in Denmark. Warm tea. Nice warm strawberry tea. Because the weather's cold here. Yeah, it's cold here. Dark. Yo, it's dark and cold. There's like a lot of lighting to brighten us up right now. (laughs) Mm. Mmm. So. What we're going to do is a quick interview with them, and we're going to get into questions and comments from there. So um, please feel free to drop questions, comments, concerns at any time. We want to hear about your opinion on this topic, and uh, yeah, we want to share and create dialogue because we don't have all the answers, and that's not the point of this. The point is to start conversation, to say where we're at in our process with what Culture is and how we represent that with what we're doing and with our art, and see what you guys are doing as well and what you think we could do better. So, um, yeah. So, would you guys mind telling uh, all of us kind of the purpose and mission of Clash CPH?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, <clears throat> thank you again for having us. It's uh, very nice to be a part of this. Yeah, Thanks, of course. <clears throat> so, uh, when we started, we wanted to to make sure that that what we felt were missing kind of would get uh, would get uh, would be there you know we all wanted to be able to talk and exchange and learn and teach and uh, get taught and you know all this that actually seems like being being a human being within this culture and actually uh, yeah putting a, like sharing with everyone in a way and, and understanding each other and and it was very important for us to, uh, yeah, should I say that, yeah. yeah, to be to be clash and to 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 bring what we thought was missing, you know, mm-hmm. rather than being the ones that were all like, oh, this event was like that, oh, we don't have so much of this and that. So yeah. that was really like, rather than being that, we wanted to bring
2: yeah.
1: the
3: culture aspect into it too. Yeah. When well, we started clash and. We, in Denver, had had like a few years, uh, solid years, where we had like events, battles that were consistently happening, you know, battle would bring the heat, like other smaller mm. events too. And then for a year, a few years, it kind of like died out, like a lot wasn't happening. Mm. So as freestyle dancers, we also felt like a thing was missing for us, you know, like we didn't really have a platform anymore to... Or not like one that we could feel on a weekly or monthly basis, where we could interact and like tell our stories, or hear other people's stories, or exchange and interact with each other, and kind of like build on what was happening when we started dancing. Mm. And so we felt like, well, other people have, have kept us going, you know, who were much older than us, and who were in different dance organizations, or schools, or... Different platforms whether there was free practice or whatever, mm-hmm. and we felt like okay, it, I guess it's time for us to also like be part of that. You know, else yeah. things are just kind of going to stop, and it's just going to continue with things that are happening for the culture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. So then, okay, so let's talk about what your guys kind of definition of what that is for you. Like, what is representing the culture to you and, you know, how do you include it in your class CPH festival each year? Yeah. So, and
1: um, so the whole, the whole thing about the culture thing aspect is also like I was talking with Diana earlier too. And um, for example, when we, when we talk with you, uh, you just see this whole aspect that actually the, the way you, Receiving things and everything that it's not about, like you said, getting, getting money or getting fame or anything, where we're actually trying to, to to become better at what we do, you know, And in a way, I'm also always connecting this whole thing with like being a human, like me being a, a better mm. hip hop person or whatever is also making me a better human. It's a part of who we are. Mm. So the, the moment it becomes too much about <clears throat> material stuff, mm. that's where it seems like, well, that the culture gets out, so we really try to put light into a lot of different things okay. that we normally feel like yeah. it's not there. You know, so if if like we had a walk in the city uh, where we had one of our uh, <clears> old <throat> dancers from here, like talk about what happened, where, because we thought that was important too to bring light. And we had mm-hmm. panel discussions, and we really try to do different aspects than rather just think that the dancing and the battles and the jams are everything, then we rather want to be able to talk and do everything. And actually, hopefully, this is also going to improve how we mm-hmm. you yeah. know, that's a lot about like, the culture. And so like that. Yeah.
3: I think, like, for commonly here, because the, the main culture of, like, a lot of the urban dances are not from here yeah. now, and not even from our neighbor countries, like, they're from different continents. The states. So um, we've adopted an expression and a culture from from African Americans. um, So for us, we don't come from the same history. We don't come from the same circumstances or uh, a system either. Yeah. Um, So the purpose of that is different a lot of the times. Here, Mm -hmm. not to say that people have. A different backgrounds they come from and stories, but I think for us the culture is about giving us purpose in our life. You know, it's how we define like substance, meaning, with why um, we want to do this, or like how should I live my life? Okay, well I'm not going to fit in. That doesn't make me feel like I'm, I'm feeling fulfilled in any way. So, but this expression makes me feel like it gives me purpose to who I am mm. and who I can be or what light is about.
1: Hmm. Yeah. And also with the culture being so many different things, before it can be a culture, also for us means that we have to bring all these things into it, yeah. otherwise if we only put light to one aspect, well, are we just lighting what we like or is it just the culture, you know, so that's why we really want to put light to everything you know, in a way that is connected to that in a sense.
0: Yeah. So what, you said you do panels, and workshops and things like that so what types of guests do you guys have what types of panels what do you talk about at your panels you know like what types of workshops what kind of culture are you really trying to build with your community here
3: so we try to like look at at the, the festival activities are supposed to be like a, a representation of different traditions within urban dance whether it's battles or parties jamming practicing uh, teaching, um, but at the same time, it's also for us to have the conversation, you know, because we, from where we come from, we have a need to understand more about it, which we can't get from here,
2: mm-hmm. because again,
3: it's an adopted culture and expression. Mm-hmm. So, um, what we have throughout the week is um, the panel discussion and the lecture as well, which is really important for us to incorporate. The people that we bring in are. Supposed to like tell which they have the stories of different communities from the state. So it's not just one sided from this area, but it's different areas. You know, Mm -hmm. whether it's having you and Rashad talk about strutting, or it's having Rashad teach hip hop, you know, from a little bit from New York, a little bit from the West Coast, like from what he has researched on, or risky as well, or inviting. Uh, Rico over to teach Memphis Joking you know again like a different community from where you guys are from and where we're from but still something that we need to know more about because where we are right now in our development is we can hear and we've heard the story more often about where hip-hop stems from you know which is important too but there's just much more to that story that isn't just from New York but, and that isn't just LA, but there is different communities, you know, yeah. and exploring and inviting people that can talk uh, on behalf of these communities you know, makes us be more aware of how we can't stay tunnel vision with it, you know, we have to look at it from a wider perspective. And at the same time, that will also make us reflect on our own community, mm-hmm. you know, how we look at it. Are we also tunnel vision? Like looking at only these group of people? Or is there more like to the story? Which mm-hmm. of course there is because yeah. the culture isn't made of two people or five. It's made out of yeah. groups. That's group interesting
0: because it's like a never ending process of learning more. Yeah. And the more you keep learning about the culture and the history and these different people, the more you can, you know, activate them in your space or get to know these different people or think about hip-hop in a different light yeah, yeah. <laughs> think about these dances in a different light because you realize there's more things
1: yeah, and you get to understand that it's dynamic but it's mm-hmm. like, this is culture and this is how it is you can just i think at least look at it like that yeah every time we bring something in and do something the culture changes a bit but not in a way where we just forget the old thing But yeah. it's, you know everything is dynamic and works together
0: yeah you guys did a panel discussion on discrimination and race things. Wasn't yeah. there one one year? Can you Tell us a little was bit in the about first that year? one. Our second, Our second year, second we did year. on
3: discrimination, which led into like uh, the LGBTQ community, which led into African American like, race issues too. And yeah.
4: And you guys felt that was important out here in uh, Denmark.
3: Well, yeah, because I think from here, we're not used to looking at these stories um, as what they come from, like oppression Mm -hmm. and (laughs) suffering and poverty and like, and why those circumstances have existed, like again, like history. So we kind of, again, can easily look at it from a very celebrated, you know, like, oh, I feel Mm -hmm. good. You know, I'm rapping to B.I.G.'s text, Mm -hmm. but I'm not really listening to what he's rapping about. It's, again, like, oh, shoot, you know, here I am, like. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
3: So that lack of respect kind of, like, is there because we don't know of it. Not because that we purposely try to do it. And I think there's a lot of those things that are happening, like, and that's why we keep bringing people in to, like, like can we create the awareness so we can like develop a, with respect, with integrity, with, and bringing quality yeah. in there.
1: Also uh, uh, like the culture is, is like representing of what, like it's a worldwide culture. So yeah. what happens in the world happens in the culture, like happens in, in, in this thing we do this thing we sometimes call hip hop, you know, sometimes call it something different. They're, all these things happens and it's kind of important to put light into it rather than just be like, well, it doesn't happen right in front of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the thing where like, oh when, when it happens, isn't it too late? Kind of yeah. So um, we think all these things are important. We really want to put topics that are connected in that sense and that we find important. Yeah, because it's yeah. cultures like in the world and the world yeah. is sometimes weird. And yeah. things
3: that keep the culture going, right? We represent that in our panel and lecture like, studio where we bring in the word like that we've learned from having you, like having the conversation with Urban Iron Tree or yeah. with you over shop, like when reciprocity, one of the words comes in, like that's a, a mm. factor that's important for a culture to survive. Yeah. You know, here we are, and we're like, well, who?" Like we don't know what that <laughs> means, like because we don't think like that. Yeah. We just kind of flow with it, you know. So it's important for us to have these conversations so we can be aware of it and be like, oh, okay, yeah. like, can I make an effort and yeah. bring in some reciprocity here for people who are like, yeah. or like community, what does that really mean? Or culture, what does it really mean? Or exchanging, what does that really mean? Yeah. Because we're so fast at just catching, you know, the trendy words like, lit, yeah. let's be lit, you know? And it's like, well, what does it mean? Yeah. <laughs> Where does it come from? Like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah I think aware the word awareness that you mentioned is really important because once you make people aware of something then it gives them the option to have a choice you know when people are unaware they're just kind of floating in Funsville, which is great you know like to be having fun with dance because that's one of the purposes is to let go and you know be free and have a good time and connect with people but I think the awareness side is like you know, getting people to realize they're a part of an African American traditional art form and culture, you know, like that fact almost in Europe and in Asia, I'm seeing more and more that people don't recognize that, Mm -hmm. like it's not a thing people recognize, and I think uh, at the panel last year maybe, or one of them, I, I was asking like, who thinks of this as a part of an African American traditional dance, you know, like these are just traditional dances of African-American neighborhoods in the states like this is the, what they do this is yeah. their culture and oh I don't think anyone really yeah. understood that so that's like in the states we get that but overseas there's like a huge gap and this is where people start to bring up this topic of like oh cultural appropriation and these things and you know culture vultures and words like that but I think the word awareness is important because once people are aware of these things then they at least have a choice to like either continue to not acknowledge the heavier side of the dance Mm -hmm. you know and really which is its roots you know the injustices the oppression and how to be in service to something how reciprocity you know so i think like that's you know i've had a lot of good experiences at the clash festival with seeing people become aware of certain things and Almost being shocked that they weren't aware yeah. <laughs> first, but I was shocked. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah. <laughs> but you know, like it's it's good because it's it's educating people. Yeah, but that's about a serious things.
1: thing, right? That yeah. uh, a lot of people actually aren't aware of of these things. Yeah, and then the moment they are, actually, a lot of these people really just want the best and like want to do good stuff. And, you know, want to be a part of the culture and like give to the culture in the same way and everything. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, they're just not aware. So it's like a really important thing to do, to bring awareness
2: and
1: it goes back to why we also want to do all these different things. Yeah. Our festival.
0: So how do you guys like educate yourselves on these, these things to, to help like bring awareness to them, to other people? And uh, you know, like maybe also tell us a little bit about the connection with urban artistry. You know because that kind of ties into that but maybe yeah. there's more than urban artistry that you guys personally look into these types of topics yourself and are aware of it but also you know tell us a little bit about the connection with urban artistry and that partnership
3: <laughs> well uh the connection with urban artistry is that you and rasha came to denmark six years now, five, six, Okay, well, you guys came here and and you, you know, try to look up the the small community we have, try to involve yourself through, like, practices or going out and writing people, meet, dance, Mm -hmm. stuff, and, like, through those interactions, like, different relationships are built, like, friendships and so on. So I think, like, meeting you and Rashad and Marina, you guys, too, you know, Um, having a conversation with Rashad where he was like, "Hey, like you guys should should do something for your community, Mm -hmm. you know? Like you guys should believe in yourself and 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 like do something, like create something together, and and put your voices." And we're like, "Okay, what does that mean?" so easy to be the follower <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> and, and now he's telling us to do something so yeah. i think that was the first awareness actually somebody sitting us down and telling us that we have a responsibility like mm-hmm. that we have that worth of carrying that responsibility mm-hmm. it was more like that not that like do something like, really? it wasn't like that it was like wow okay and then We went to Soul Society, International Soul Society in DC, 2014 in June, May, something like that. And Mm -hmm. then we saw how Urban Artistry was doing their festival, and we were just like Mm
2: -hmm.
3: mesmerized completely. Mm -hmm. So, like, there was everything from battles to parties to jams to uh, panel discussions to lectures, like, it was just so informative mm-hmm. and so genuine and so inclusive in mm-hmm. that it felt like such a good learning experience from that and then that brought us home and we we're like all right mm. we got to do a festival too <laughs> now, i remember there were a jam where there were
1: like food and people were like yeah and eating <laughs> like dinner and yeah a, having a good time <laughs> with people were like but these are yeah. some good dancers and they were like like DJs and judges and everything, but, you know, when we're just sitting there and eating, everybody's just, everybody's, hanging just hanging out. Out yeah, everybody's just hanging out and genuinely sharing. So when you actually get to that point where it's like, now you share on the floor, you already know, like, how people kind of are. So it's like, yeah. it becomes more genuine in a way, you know, yeah. Yeah. You, you already feel like nobody's here to show up. Yeah. Uh, and that whole way of building the festival or like culture first, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Really inspired
3: us. Yeah. Nice. So that's how we started. And then five years later, we're at the fifth edition. (laughs) Nice. Yeah.
0: Clash. So tell us a little bit about what's going on the festival this year. The festival's coming up shortly, October 29th through November 4th (laughs) here in Copenhagen. Um, Tell us a little bit about what's going on this year.
3: Oh man, so many good (laughs) things.
0: Yeah, this one's good. Ah, well.
3: Of course, we are still doing our, our activities. Uh, we have workshop panels, lectures, uh, the battles. You can uh, qualify for the Abyss also, which is Urban Artistry's house dance uh, competition. Mm-hmm. And you can win a ticket to go there and get young to yeah. go to it. Um and then we have performance competition too, but it's the people that are coming, and it's the people from here that are excited. That is,
2: yeah,
3: the part that just is so cool, and the people that are coming. Who's coming? Who's
2: coming? Okay, well for
3: us this is really important because now we are digging into our own history. So uh, Anthony Edwards is coming. Um, the guy who was here many, 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 many moons ago. And it definitely yo. sparked and inspired some of our most respected dancers here like Thomas, Dean, um, Kennet, Locksman, so it's and a great know. honor for us that he's going to come and attend that's our huge. festival and yeah, that's a guy that we're super and excited. And he's
0: teaching locking and boogie London toe. style
3: locking, you know, and boogie toe
0: which you don't see that workshop anywhere yeah, that's really. super rare both of those are super rare
1: <laughs> yeah and this is a person i think in like all of scandinavia if you talk with people who's been around at that time to just be like yo anthony he would do this and that but he would be gone you know. and we just heard so much about the superhero uh, <laughs> but no but he's really it's really uh, like Dan said, been a huge uh, influence to our whole be mm-hmm. yeah. here yeah. so we are so happy that we could get to
3: yeah yeah then we have tsunamis coming uh nice. from San Francisco Woo-hoo. um yeah. so we're really excited to hear about the bay area part of house culture mm. club culture um that's really I think that's cool maybe illumination of course Family. Uh,
4: why we strut yeah to strut strutting
3: struttin'.
2: Russell is coming.
3: To Russell me. is yeah. going to come and DJ. DJ, DJ. Matt Massey. Matt Massey. Uh yeah, Santa is yeah. coming from Finland. DJ Soul yeah. Santa. Uh, Jalisa is going to sing for the Abyss. Live singing, live drumming.
1: Yo Means No. Yo,
3: Yo Means No, a local group here. Um, rapper and trumpet player. That's, that's so, really cool. Yeah,
1: really nice, kind of innovative way of Doing like hip hop today, that one is rapping live, another one is playing, and they're gonna do that at our jam. Nice. Uh, So, yeah, we're just gonna get down to that and then hopefully talk with them afterwards.
2: Yeah.
0: So, it's gonna be a little bit of everything I see here. We got live music, battle, jam, dance workshops, showcase competition. So, that's a performance day, lectures, and discussion and after parties so it's a full schedule a full week yeah. of things going on and last year was pretty huge a lot of people in europe came and represented yeah. sweden was in the house sweden. so And we also yeah we're also trying to have this thing
1: with our battles that we try to um like make it a bit different you know try to uh challenge our dances uh, and still like make, make it exciting you know we have a drama is going to play live. we have the singers. we have yeah it's
3: just the our class session battle is basically based on tradition within the culture like whether mm-hmm. it's like a how you socially interact through a cypher or like a, a partner or it's you involving your props you know and how do you make that character come alive or mm-hmm. that you're actually telling personal stories like into the movement so it doesn't become a technical like you know
0: thing yeah. but it becomes you storytelling yeah, as well it brings people outside of their comfort zone yeah, yeah. it's like a challenge very conceptual yeah so you guys have the all style battle and then the house battle yeah. for people that are interested in like the battle yeah. side of it Exactly. Yeah. And, all style. and then the performance competition yeah. Yeah. so a little bit of everything and i think that's why this event is so great and definitely recommend coming out this year because it's just a well-rounded package um to bring awareness to the community and it's it's a great experience brings a lot of people together but we're also going to see so many dope dancers from so many different places sharing their experience and and a lot of these people are connected to cultures and experiences outside of the danish one but also somewhat is connected to the danish one too um so it's just you know that's the cool thing it's very three-dimensional it's a lot of perspectives and That's really dope that there's so many perspectives coming together and that's okay and cool. Um, So now we want to get into some questions, comments. Um, Again, the topic is doing it for the culture versus doing it for the culture. Right. We brought Clash. They've talked a little bit about what doing it for the culture is to them. I talked a little bit about what it is for me in the beginning. So now I just want to scroll through. See um, if you guys have any questions, any comments, if you've seen anything you know that you didn't like, where people are saying they're doing it for the culture, but they're really doing it for the culture, meaning the culture of myself, <laughs> which is happening, and it's something we should talk about. So let's scroll through a little bit and see what we got going on. So we're gonna go to the Instagram first. Let's see, I don't know if we had any questions. I think people are listening. Oh. A calmly, but there's a lot of things happening okay mike what up mike sam hikari, hikari. breathe flow what up jade
4: <laughs> yo
0: taiwan's in the house argentina's in the house jess <laughs> i'm turnt but i ain't missing one <laughs> live knowledge sessions thank you all for giving so much more than is expected. One love, big love from Taiwan. What up, Lemzo? What up, Avery? Yo. Hey. Hugely. Yo, it's, it's Hugely out here. Y'all need yeah. to come out to Copenhagen.
4: Okay.
2: <laughs> you listen? All right. What up, Osama?
0: Everybody's just like stopping through Robo Z. I know Robo Z's got something to share. Robo Z's always got a little something for us. Yo, what up shadows. All right, so we don't have any questions or comments so far, but I think the YouTube might have something. So let's see what's going on over there. All right. What inspired you to dance? Well, that's a little off topic, (laughs) so I'm going to skip that for now. True African-American dance traditions. That's right. right. African-American traditional dance went worldwide. Now we got people adding their own twist to it, doing it all over the place, but we can't forget about the originators. Dance for me uh, is is peace of mind combating the stress of society in this world to express myself since I was 12. It's dope. And, and that's like a personal cultural thing, you know, like what it can be for you personally is one thing. And, and then what I would recommend is like also to have something to say about, you know, what you can do for the dance. When you think of what it does for you, also think, what can what can I do for the dance? You know, reciprocity. Yeah. Tawatha, yes, I agree. Let's share more aspects of this culture than only battles and competition.
2: Yeah, yeah
0: definitely. I mean, battles and competitions. There's definitely a place for for battles and competitions. Um, they give a lot of like limelight to people. They're places where people are networking. But, you know, the, the dance has always been so 360. The dance has always been more than just movement, you know. And, and this is what we're talking about, like the, the events and the people, and the organizers that are trying to create spaces where it, it's about learning and gaining experience bigger than movement, you know, an experience where people are becoming aware of new things, about the culture aware about history and the roots of where this dance came from and why that's important. And um, you know, also, yeah, outside of competition and, and battles, there's so many things that dancers can do. I mean, like there's theater, performance, mm-hmm. there's cypher and ciphering. <laughs> <I love dancing. laughs> <laughs> which doesn't really happen at comp, like at, in the competition. You know, it's just one round, 45 seconds, and that's, like, you know, people say that, like, some of the contests kill the cypher culture, and there's some mm-hmm. truth to that. Like, not a lot of people are just ciphering and clubbing, kill, or kill club culture, kind of, yeah. you know, so, like, there's definitely truth to that, and, uh, yeah, I think there's just so much more we can do as artists. There's so much more we can be as movers, Um But yeah, let's see. Sam's got something for us. What up, Sam? Can you guys share a little bit more in the way of using the word itself, culture, in which ways do you guys think it's misused? Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, I think we'll definitely have to
2: think about kinda of what
1: why you're doing things right. So as soon as it just becomes like short and let's get as much out of it as we can, you know, possible. And then we put our culture like that. That's kinda of seems wrong. And if you don't look at any of the other aspect of history, the like where did it come from, kind of you know when we talk about this but the risk.
4: Reciprocity.
0: Reciprocity. Boom. <laughs> involving
1: the people. Yeah, you know, involving, like, naturally, if, if, some, if something or somebody gave you something, you would at least say thank you, right? Yeah. And, and a way of doing that in this way will be just by showing, uh, showing stuff, bringing some people mm-hmm. and giving back and, like, make sure that it stays alive more than just you doing this today. Mm. I think that's where it is being misused when you just use it today yeah for today for me for like that yeah
0: that's yeah I feel like um I feel like there's more words other than culture that are being misused like I said in the beginning I'd say the word like sharing unity community community, culture are for the more misused words I just think that simply for me, it's like, when you're using the word, it's when you're saying it's about the culture, and you're doing things that are more about opportunistic behavior, um, you know, or you're saying, Oh, I can't wait to share with like, on this, like, you know, I can't wait to share on this famous TV show when when it's like, yeah, you're going on the TV show. And that's cool. You're going to share your art. But sharing is like a, a two-way thing. Like it, it's, it's not like a show, like some of those large shows are more, they have nothing to do with culture. Like, to be honest, they're stripped from culture and it's all about the aesthetic and entertainment. So, you know, you're sharing you, but are you sharing the culture of the dance? That's the question. What are you sharing when you say you're sharing? And when I think people misuse the word culture when they're talking about like, when they're creating things outside of the people that are already a part of the culture and the community. Like if you're within a community and you're like, oh, I'm gonna stay away from those guys and say, oh yeah, it's all about the culture. It's all about peace, love, unity, and these things. And you're not about that. You're literally creating opportunities for yourself and you're creating like ways that you can look good, you know, and you're avoiding the people that are actually a part of the culture. You know, are you really doing it for the culture if you're not connected in any way, shape or form to somebody from the from the culture? Like if you just come into it and you start teaching and you call it experimental and you say it's for the culture or you come in and you start teaching popping within a year and then you say, oh, it's for the culture. Oh, you know, popping culture. It's for the culture. No, if you're teaching within a year, it's probably most the time it's for you. You know, it's it's not for the culture. Doing it for the culture means selflessness. That's what it means. For me, it means selflessness. So when you see opportunistic behavior, it's really clear. People that go around people that are a part of the culture are usually misusing the word culture. Um, and people that are not connected or in service in any way to people that are like a part of legacy and some of the traditions and stories of the dance if you're not making an effort to try to be connected to someone that might be connected Mm -hmm. to it or the actual people that are connected to it in those places and trying to learn more, you know, and you're constantly doing things in your little bubble and saying it's about the culture. My question is, you might be talking about the culture of making money. You might be talking about the culture of, of helping yourself, you know, of doing things for yourself. And that's where I see like the big issue is like, when it's not the culture of selflessness when it's not the culture of reciprocity if if you're saying something's about the culture and there's no hint or touch of selflessness then i think that's when people are misusing it that's one of the one of my things
2: mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> all right we got some more questions robo z all right robo z okay he's got a comment i believe that Perception and consciousness is important for dancing with myself, sharing my dancing, observing dance, plus which individual opinion you get is through culture, teacher environment, way of living, etc. I'm going to read that one more time. Because sometimes the language is a little bit tricky. I believe that the perception and consciousness is important for dancing with myself, sharing my dancing, observing dance, plus which individual opinion you get is through culture. Teacher, environment, I can't read that word, (laughs) environment, way of living. RoboZ, can you simplify that for us, brother, and and let us know a little bit? Meaning of culture and the definition is super important. That we can definitely agree on. Mm -hmm. Try to to rephrase that, because I'm having trouble understanding exactly what you mean. Caden, what up, Caden? I feel those words are misused when the goals of the individual aren't mutually beneficial to all parties involved. If self-gain outweighs communal growth, yeah. it's not for the culture. Mm-hmm. Wow, really well said. Really nice. And, and that's kind of what I was yeah. getting at, too, is like this idea of self-gain. And I like how he compared it to outweighing communal growth. So that's a good word right there, like communal growth. Um
3: which a lot of the these dances are made of. It's to have communities grow out, like yeah. have opportunities come into the community. Like um so I think also like when you start messing with some values and some principles that have created this culture and you you dismiss them and say no, yeah. then you're kind of Moving away from what that culture is, but you're still using the same language, movement, right. sound, everything, right? For probably something that's beneficial for yourself or whatever you're working for.
1: I, I think really much as if you go home and travel to any country, and you you can't just pick something of the culture, be like, oh, I'm going to eat this food because this is nice, and I'm going to sleep where you sleep because that. The space is messed up. I don't like that. That would be super disrespectful, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. you can't just pick what you like and then do the rest by yourself. And right. Kind of yeah. thing. That's the same thing with with the dance culture. It's also a culture. Yeah. But there are so many aspects, and misusing it is this way. You just take something and be like, yeah.
0: "This is what I like." You know, this is for me. And, yeah. yeah. And then
1: you forget everything else. Yeah. Right? So again, with the communal growth, when you think yeah. about Yeah, you know, and I
0: think about like urban dance culture <coughs> and like black american experience is is such a large a large thing you know and what people seem to be doing is picking little pieces so they'll go dance competitions choreography get rid of this
3: fashion Yeah. oh this
0: fashion trend okay let's take that let's move everything else out the way and put all our focus into these things which don't really have to do with any of the principles like culture is so much right culture is fashion it's the way people it's what you eat it's it's the way you speak you know like people forget that that's a part of culture like I'll talk about it again. Every time we went to the Strutters room, remember, everybody went up to Lonnie and approached him like this: "What up, Lon? How you doing, Lon?" They that and they were not dancers, but they were Strutters. So that's what I mean. They were not dancers, but they were Strutters. So, like, they grew up in that. They remember yeah. that. So they that's just how they greet each other. That's cultural. They were greeting them like that because they live like that. They live that stuff. So it's like. We can't forget how big the word culture is, you know. Yeah. And then just take out choreography and say we're representing the culture. And a lot of the choreography going on in the world, the main, most popular stuff is like the stuff that's actually the farthest removed mm-hmm. from the culture and the mission of of the people and what they represent it.
3: Which makes me think of like people from Europe, or probably I don't know for Asia, but I've never been there. Um, But, like, commonly it's like, oh, we're going to learn about this culture. Let me go a month to New York, Mm. like a month to L.A., you know, then you go to these dance studios and you take your classes and you meet your five people or whatever. But you don't really get involved in their community. You don't really listen to their full stories or Mm. people that are connected to that story. You only go to the shallow places of, like, whatever that is, you know. And yeah. that's it. And then you come home and you're like, yeah, I get it. Like I know what this is about. And it's like,
0: <laughs> yeah. And then, then it's like a makeover, you know? And really, yeah. New, you come know, back they come new. home
3: with the new gear, you know.
0: And, yeah. New look, new Same. attitude, and they only experience one small piece of the They got the slang
3: the going on, yeah, whatever.
1: And it becomes a, a horrible chain, right? Because then, then they teach someone else, and they're like, oh, okay, so that's. That's what it is. It's I mean, I know my yeah. chick has been there for a month, so this person knows everything, and now I know everything. And, yeah. you know, and then it continues like that, and so yeah, I think especially when we talk about this whole uh, problems and how you look at it, that's one thing. I was when I was watching the first episode of this, mm. I want to say why it's so important, because we really not, you guys are really not trying to be like this is how it should be. We're just talking, right? Yeah in that way, educating each other and ourselves, yeah. and, and I think that's really a, a solution yeah. to the problem. So.
0: Pop-Tart talks a lot about like, when you come to his city to see everything, to look at even the, the homeless guy on the, street, hey. on the street corner, like, do you come and take what you want and leave and not think about that guy on the street corner? Do you not think about what our community needs? Look at what's happening in our city. Look what we need. There's, look at this guy. What does he need? How he? It's all about how can you be in service? How can you make some change where you go there? Some positive change, and not always. This isn't this isn't a bad thing. But bringing people out of that community to your place that's a great step. But it's also not a huge one, in my opinion. It's it's like just one of the things you can do to be yeah. in service. Like Junius. Uh, my mentor, executive director, urban artistry, sassmans you know, he's in service to so many communities and doing so many things that people just don't know. So it's like when you bring someone, it still highlights you a little bit because it's like, oh, I brought him for this, you know, and it, same for me. I brought OG Telly. I'm proud of that. Mm. But Junius is doing things that nobody even knows. Like right now he's documenting some of the original blues dancers from Durham, North Carolina that did a dance called Buck Dance. He's he's filming them. He's getting them to name their moves, talk about the names of their moves, make them name things, um, so that their traditions can be carried on. You know, like that's what that community. One of the things that community might need, mm-hmm. and it's not a glorified thing, but that's the thing. That's the selfless part of it. You don't have to do something that glorifies you to be contributing to this thing. Yeah. Um,
3: so like the awareness is one part, but what do we do with it after? Right, like we can talk about African American traditions, but like there's still like a lot that needs to be worked on, like with the race issue itself. You know, it's not just enough to be aware of it. You know, we have to create changes and actions. You know, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, Rena, Rena. Rena, class CPH. <laughs> Rena says often we see people outside the U.S. misuse these words. They only relate and focus on their own without even embracing the whole. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It becomes shallow, straight up. Like you guys said, taking only what we like and what fits. Yes. And that is very, very, very important because when you isolate things for what's convenient for you, that's what what we've been talking about, this sort of like more selfish attitude towards instead of a selfless one towards mm. these dances. All right, Robo Z, we're going to try round two. <laughs> uh, you have individual aspects, and each individual person needs to understand the balance between sharing, supporting others, and the healthy ego to be conscious and aware about himself. Okay, so like a balance of like
4: yeah. Yeah.
0: You, the culture of you and the people around you and mm. how you affect that. I got you, I got you, man. All right, Sam, I feel like people take a word and then put the word culture behind it because that's the only thing they know or like. That's only the gaining part. Do you guys think that that is fast accepted by the majority of people and where confusion and confusing comes in? <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You put the word culture because it's just a key word. That's what, you know, and that's what the whole episode is about. These key words that people are manipulating. These are words you can manipulate to sound like you know what you're talking about. Sounds good when you write a grant. (laughs) Sounds good when you say it to someone that doesn't know a lot about the dance. Oh, the culture. I'm doing it for the culture, you know, the culture of Memphis Jukin. You know, I'm doing it for that. But, you know, it, it, it's it's done in a way where it's more of a gain than it is something that's a give.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's that?
0: Yeah. Ikari. Do dancers that partake in commercial gigs take from the culture or represent the culture? It's a, mm-hmm. a good question. Good mm-hmm. question. Yeah. Um. You wanna go? No, wait, you should go. so everything is commercial now battles are commercial everything is like funded by governments and like people are getting paid to do exhibition battles and getting paid to, to judge and for me everything is very commercial like in terms of like it's not just pure culture anymore there's money involved pure culture is like pure culture, but when money gets involved in culture, it gets complicated. It doesn't mean that it's not, there's no value. Mm -hmm. It just means that, and this is why I mean there's degrees of it, right? So there's degrees of representing culture. Some commercial gigs represent a tiny piece. Other ones represent more, you know, large, some of the large urban street dance events represent the culture, not all the way fully. It's not purely that but it at least gives you like, you know, you see, okay, popping battle, locking, you know, there's a workshop in these things and it's breaking down the urban dance styles. At least there's some cultural relevance, you know, and they bring in different OGs and stuff, you know, (laughs) maybe not all the ones that we could, but at least they're trying to do that, you know, some commercial gigs, like other things, like commercials, like for a vodka or like a commercial for... Sports car, like or or backup dancing, I would even say backup dancing for a singer. There's not much. There's like it's like so little because really, like the only thing that you're seeing is the movement, which is a part of the culture. But again, that's not the big picture. So the whole point of the episode is like, how do we keep in our minds when we take commercial gigs, like still trying to represent the culture. And I've been wanting to say that to people that take commercial, big commercial gigs for a long time is like, how are you guys also being a representative of the culture and talking to these people in a way that's like, yeah, but these things I won't do. These things I'm okay with being flexible with that as long as it represents uh, this sort of thing in some way, Mm -hmm. you know? So I, I think it's, i think culture is represented in some of the commercial gigs but it's very little it's super little and even when you look at the mainstream dance battle scene there's not a lot of like pure authentic black american traditional dance culture it's just not it's just really not yeah
1: i think where it starts to take from the culture is where you kind of uh, if you're helped with the education of this is what it is you know mm-hmm. the moment you wear there's no talk or there's no there's no reasoning about sharing knowledge of how big this thing is. And then it kinda takes cause then it let the normal Mr. and Mrs. Denmark or wherever you are believe that, oh, this is what it is, you know? Mm. And it kinda helps yeah. sharing that belief. And as soon as it does yeah. that, it kinda takes from everything else. Yeah. So I think it's also very much about what are you like even when you're doing this stuff well what are you sharing to what are you mm. telling what are you yeah. telling like in your interview afterwards you know yeah what are you because as soon as you get a lot of the whatever it be viewers or followers mm. you can do all that stuff but what are you also doing yeah. what are you also telling
3: yeah yeah so. it's different like from dancer and commercial you know as soon as you start having to water down the expression to fit the audience you're actually like you're compromising on the clip. Yeah. And the expression of it. Yeah. And if you also are using people who are, like, the gimmick, uh, I do am talking about, minstrel pop, you
4: know. Minstrel hip-hop.
3: Then you're not doing <laughs> good for the culture. You're damaging it, you know, by, by mocking it, you know, by the stereotype that people think. Yeah. Hip-hop. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> With the hat. No. The yeah. Good, the yeah. Like, you have, like, you look like you want to be black, but you don't know anything about black culture, and you're not from those areas, and you're you're just faking the funk.
3: The other (laughs) thing I
0: think about is, like, um...
1: we
4: cut off automatically? Oh, yeah. One minute
0: left. So, all right. We got one minute. Everyone on Instagram, go to YouTube. Funkin' Focus YouTube Live. We're live there. We're going to keep going for about 10 more minutes. Um, Again, everybody on... I'll answer some of these questions from the Instagram over there, but Clash CPH Festival coming up October 29th through November 4th. We're here in Copenhagen. So hope to see some European friends every Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern time on Future Assassins. And... uh, yeah, check out Urban Artistry DC on Instagram. Check out Class CPH on Instagram. And uh, Funkin' Focus on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Yeah,
3: see you at YouTube.
0: All right.
2: <clears throat> Peace out, Instagram. Go YouTubers. YouTube. There's
4: a
0: lot happening here, too. All right, what's... Go- oh, YouTubers.
3: They're <laughs> popping.
0: YouTubers. All right, what's going on here? Get the dance back where it started. I would like to see more random street jamming. That's what I mean. Not just TV shows, not just events. I think becoming the best you can be is also a good addition to the culture, so if you have something to see. Yeah, I mean... I think that being the best you can be is good, but I also think that... Hold on, let me go to this other screen. It's, oh, we are on that screen. I think, but also I think you need balance because you can be a great mover and you can be a shitty representative of the culture. Like it doesn't mean you're a good representative just because you're talented. Like anyone can learn to move their body in a certain way, but what type of human being are you being an example for? you want to make people dance because you're good. That's cool. Then what? What's next? So you, you've got to think bigger than just movement. Think about being a full representative. Like how can you represent the big picture? we talked about the big picture of the culture instead of being a little piece. Oh, I'm a good battler. Look how good I move. Be a good speaker about dance. Go to those communities, help them out in some way, talk to people from those cities, bring people, to your city and all of these (coughs) things will make you a better dancer too, actually, those all, they all make you better anyway. So then you're a dope dancer and you're intelligent about what you do. You're connected to people in those communities. You're in service to that, which is also going to make you be able to do more things for yourself because you'll have more knowledge and more connections with people and, you know, like be a better dancer because of it. So it all, it's bigger than movement. Bigger than movement. and mm-hmm. That's pretty much all I want to say about that. Um, but
3: I think but, Gabriel asked a question that was important. I think it's uh, something that people are maybe from here would think similar to. He asked, like, do you have to be part of the culture, the culture of urban, Lake to become a good dancer?
0: Do you have to be a part of the yeah. culture to be a good dancer?
3: Yeah,
1: but it's okay. or, yeah, but it, I mean, it's also just funny because, you know, uh, you can get to a certain point by yourself, right? Mm-hmm. but then you just get so much further with the culture. So yeah. it's not that yeah. you have to, I don't want to say you have to, you mm-hmm. probably can become good to a certain degree without it, but it connect with what you just said before, yeah. right? the whole aspect just make you so much better. And like, I remember some time where I seen someone, I like, oh, I like how they move. And actually afterwards, when I talk with them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> what? what? You believe that? Think. And yeah. then when I see them move again actually it's, it just doesn't look the same. Yeah. You know it's connected because yeah. we're people. And yeah. Like, the way you move and the way you talk is connected with like yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. So, Your
0: spirit, the energy you give.
1: <clears throat> so if you're going to be like, well I just like to dance and I just mm-hmm. don't want to think about the culture. That's also going to come through when you
0: dance. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. I don't understand what I was saying earlier about the commercial gigs. Mm. What I think, what I question sometimes is like, okay, we have all these people doing these large commercial gigs and people do it in the name of spreading the culture, right? They do these big commercials, these big companies. It's all about spreading the culture, they keep saying. Mm. And,
4: but I'm curious, like, what
0: does it really do when people see the the watered-down sort of product of what the culture is? Like, when you see that, it might make you want to dance, right? So I can't – because Michael Jackson made me want to dance, and he was a watered-down product of the culture. He was. So I can't hate on that. Like, that can reach people, but when you – when you get into like it more like I got into it more I actually had to do a lot of work to actually and years of to actually figure out more of the culture and more of the real people because nowadays like people that are doing commercial gigs it's still the same like what you're doing is not teaching them culture you're just giving them a snapshot of the, the movement but they don't know anything about the dance mm-hmm. so like the only good thing about that to me is that it might bring someone into the culture mm-hmm. Yeah. which is good. Yeah. But even today in our, such our commercialized scene, you're still not learning about black Americans and like the way they grew up in their cities. Like if you go to major events, like let's say someone sees something on a commercial gig, then they go to a jam. You still are like, there's still so much more, you know? So it's like, for me, I want to be somebody that reaches people and gives them the full scope. I don't want to be someone that's like saying that I'm doing it for the culture but really I'm making a lot of money to just get people possibly interested. Mm-hmm. And you you're not connected to any of these people either on a personal level. Yeah. You don't know how long they're going to do it. You don't know if they're going to actually be someone like me that digs deep into it, you know? And it's it seems sort of a little more shallow or something to me. It seems a little bit more
3: okay. When I was thinking of this situation, style in the movie, that's one of the reason why we in Denmark had Breaking things.
4: Because that Mm -hmm.
3: movie, that's like through a movie setting, but it's by using people who Mm -hmm. are co-founders and creators of the dance in the movie, just that short clip of them but it wasn't because it brought like awareness to the whole history of that. Yeah. But it still like created a whole like hype of media, you know, to imitate what they saw there. Yeah. And then from that imitation that's called the MJ type. Mm-hmm. That made people more curious to what that was, you know, and yeah. kinda like before internet time, you know, try to find relatives who are there mm-hmm. who could like give them information, yeah. save up money to
0: travel over there, meet yeah. people on, so, yeah. so that's kind of different. That's good. Just, I just think that people, if you're an artist that does that, you, you should still strive to be more than that. Yeah, You, you just have to strive, because if that's <laughs> your only contribution, is doing something that pays you well, and it gives like a, a really snapshot of what the mm-hmm. culture is, and you think that that's it, then I just don't think that that's enough. Like, you should be also like... In your communities, or or like in the areas you are and you're going, like giving people the the full scope of the culture and what it is, like. But there's people that are just doing commercial work and saying that it's for the culture, and that's not necessarily like the deepest way to do it or the most impactful way. I feel like there's more deeper, more impactful ways to do it. And
1: at that time, you know, like you said, the internet wasn't also around, so maybe you couldn't really. Find too much, like there weren't that many people who were broadcasting just for the money or for of like for the show and that. And so when you went to search, you actually might find up, uh, end up finding the thing you were searching for. But today there's just so much right, internet, yeah, internet,
3: yeah.
1: Instagram, Facebook, yeah,
0: uh, all these. Yeah, different- it's become
3: so watered down. Like the information flowing out are mm. also watered down information.
0: Yeah that's what i mean like you go to an urban dance battle and it's still watered down yeah because everything is so commercial and 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 just stripped of culture it's so fashionable i mean look at the events in asia it's such just sport and fashion and there's still a place for that that's okay like we're saying it can bring awareness but it's just like but who is Dedicated to the culture more. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, I still yeah. see that a lot.
3: And again, like, it's really important. It's not just the movement, but it's not enough to just see people moving, you know, to the music and whatever. And then you're like, oh, I got the information or whatever. And it really is the culture that comes with it. It's the conversations. It's,
2: yeah. it's
3: being in that environment, you know, having your interactions, you know. And,
1: yeah. I also think that sometimes it's kind of interesting how it, it kind of misdirects itself. Sometimes that you know, when it's small and like in the communities, the culture is so strong. Yeah. But when it becomes bigger, mm. it's just so hard not to think about money. In some sense yes. right? Yes. And that's why we know with so many events. I hear people be like, "Oh, it used to be the bomb. Oh, it used to be so nice, yeah. but now." I can't even see the dancers, you know, Mm, and I don't even feel it. And you know, it happened with so many events, so I think that's an interesting thing to think about.
4: Yeah.
3: All from small things, right? Like, we feel it too when we're organizing, you know, when we try to book a venue, you know, and it's like, we're bringing our activities and the people and like, and then they're like, oh, but change that because then we can bring more, like our audience will understand it too and their audience is like, has nothing to do with urban Mm -hmm. and all. They just look for a great Friday evening out, you know? And it's like, then you feel like, nah, now -hmm. you're actually telling me to water down my shit so I can sell it, you know, and I'm not gonna do that. Or even from simple thing as camera people, you know, like, oh, like it's important that the camera person is like up in their faces, you know, and Mm -hmm. walking for the audience or whatever. And it's like, so you can get that. You know, streamed out and you get your yeah. numbers of views, but then it's like you're conflicting with the audience who are there and trying right. to like get that genuine experience. Yeah. Again, like, you, where do you like you have you? There's a limit to where you start playing with. Like, okay, now I'm, I'm yeah. actually selling out a bit. You know, art, like watering down. Yeah,
0: life. and that's their mm-hmm. them inserting their culture into into yours. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like those are the the times where it's like we have to teach people what the culture is. Like people we're working with, commercial people, we have to at least share with them what's important to us. You know, Mm -hmm. like, this is important to us that we represent this. Like, I can't do this, like have some boundaries. Like, I won't call it a dance off. I'm gonna call it a battle. Like, I mean, just whatever it may be, but it's like, they try to change the language and everything because that's what they fit with their culture, but it's like, yeah, but if it's a true collaboration, you actually would respect my culture too. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. People are so opportunistic and so hungry for money that they're not teaching people what they come from and being grounded in, in what they represent. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay, we got more?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I understand, Christopher, I understand what you mean now. There is much more than just movement when it's about sharing the culture, but then how would we share the rest of the culture? at events, mm-hmm. which is, we've talked about that a little bit, but do you yeah. want to kind of well, share some ideas on that?
1: I guess what he also means is like everything, like how do you share foods and graffiti and stuff at events, maybe he's, he's thinking about that, I'm not sure. Uh, but what we also share, talked about is like sharing the knowledge to you. Know, if there's something where you really feel like this is, and it rarely is, but if it's really impossible for you to to bring that at least talking about it it's like so important you know mm. bringing awareness there as we've been talking about mm. if we couldn't bring this into our to our, the stuff we do today well, maybe next time let's go together to this yeah. like we can all go it doesn't have to be so formal in that sense yeah. uh, let's go check this out <coughs> i saw somebody writing about dj you know uh Let's talk about the DJs too. But yeah, then you know, you go to their gigs, you go to their events. They have battles too. You know, they're connected with us too. Why not see what that is? You know, and, mm. and see how it can connect. You know, and in the end, yeah. I, and I remember.
2: All
0: right. So I I think we're um we're good. Yeah. A little over an hour right now. Ooh. So um, hold on. We got one more thing. What is Clash? Oh,
4: arena. arena. <laughs>
1: Start some studying urban dance culture outside the US when you want to go deeper into the dance.
3: Oh, okay. Well, there are like outside of the US?
0: Yeah, so you guys can maybe talk about how you guys do that here, with your, with your history of dance here.
4: Oh,
0: okay. I Like the understanding your own dance culture, maybe. Like, and that yeah, could be yeah. a good example for other countries and people from different countries throwing events to do the same people go to Paris and Japan, for instance, to
2: study more. Mm. Oh.
3: Yeah, I mean, a lot of Danish people go to to Paris. You know, that's common, that they want to go there um, to study. Again, like, if you're, like, associate it for a study like a school program or whatever you still have to dig into the different cultures that nurture you know the different communities that that nurture this culture you know like so if it is paris again like it's the same thing that i talked about with new york it's not enough to just go for a month and attend like these mm. classes on a shallow basis and then you have no interactions like on a deeper level with the The unsung communities, you know, like the the ones that aren't like the popular people, you know, like you're not really um, building or investing your time and effort into learning more about it on a much more like, uh, what do you
2: call that? On a
3: regular basis, sorry.
2: English.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I also think just like with the different states, there's different cultures. You know, people mm. eat different things, people mm-hmm. listen to different music, people dress differently. And so it shaped the dance. And there's nothing wrong in, you know, getting to understand the different areas, mm-hmm. just as much as there are different states in the, in yeah. the US when you go there. You, mm-hmm. you can't just be like, yeah, I was in the mm-hmm. USA and now I know how to dance. Yeah. There. Yeah. Or, no, you know, it's yeah, a big yeah. place. It's, yeah, it's so crazy. Paris pretty. is huge, yeah. you
3: know, like.
1: It. Yeah. I think that's i think if that's the question that's okay too you know to go and understand now i want to i want to see how they do it in japan mm-hmm. uh, it's of course okay to be aware that that's not where it started but yeah. they have stuff now too yeah. you know, they, yeah. they contrib- uh, contribute yep, contribute as well mm-hmm. you know and but uh it would be wrong to forget the rest it would be wrong yeah. to go there and be like oh this is hip-hop in japan or like in paris at one point you know all the, all the way and different yeah. enough. we have to still acknowledge the, the place where it came from so mm. to, to understand yeah. it, to understand
3: ourselves better. yeah: Yeah and acknowledge the different things that it has done for other cultures and communities too. Mm. you know that's also important to acknowledge that France has multiple like communities that have reacted mm. differently on the dances. That yeah they've seen you know,
1: and France and Japan is also two places who have actually, I believe so, brought a lot of American dance to their country through the times yeah. to get an understanding
4: too, yeah.
1: which has been a help of shaping their culture too.
0: True. All right. I think we're going to call it quits there. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Funk & Focus Urban Dance and Dialogue Series, Episode 4, Clash CPH, come to the festival. Check us out. Um, Funk & Focus Instagram, Future Assassins Instagram. Subscribe to Funk & Focus on YouTube. and We'll see you guys next Sunday. Bye. Bye.